funny things, man, be going on. Like, so me and Charlene and another gentleman was having a conversation about what's acceptable food for where? Acceptable food for weddings? Yes. So to cater your wedding, what is acceptable? Is is Chick Fil A is Chick Fil A acceptable for you to cater your wedding with? Definitely not, not. at all. I said BYOB, baby. And I love Chick Fil A, but not for the. Oh, you say yes, wedding. Tim? No, I said BYOB. Well, he first of all, see, I've, I've had several. I had several events that attended where other people attended. <laughs> and we stood told them lies because they said, you know, you know that's a lie because you know you stand before you stand before other people and, and you say and you say I do and I do and I do that's a lie and then yeah. and, and all these people that standing out in out in the audience are witness to this lie, right? Yeah. So anyway, I've been to several events where I was a participant and uh, and after the fact, you know, when the reception at the wedding, it was a BYOB, baby. You bring your own food, shit. So people brought their own food, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you went to some hood weddings, Tim. Dog, oh, I was, no, I, I didn't go to them, shit, I was a part of them. Ain't none of the weddings <laughs> <last>. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't none of the marriages last either. And you know what? <laughs> and give God the glory. Yeah. <laughs> and give God the glory. <laughs> shit. Hey, so if the two people agree on the meal, is it still not acceptable, Charlene? Chick-fil-A is not acceptable. But what if they both agree on it, though? No, a woman is not agreeing nah, on Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A ain't acceptable at a wedding. Come on. No. Man. Thank you, Kiss. Why Thank not? You. It's an individual food. You know no. what I'm saying? And it's, and it's self-serving. You go, you walk the table, you pick up, you pick up your snack, you, you pick up your 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 your, your chicken. It depends who having a wedding. If little Ray Ray and little Nay Nay is getting married, fuck it. Chick fil A is good. No. <laughs> Chick fil A good for me, dog. I ain't mad at that shit. No. I love Chick fil A, but not I like for Chick fil A. Not catering. Sorry, Scott. Not so, it might work. So, just, so so Everything has to be traditional, so it has to be a traditional food like catering type of situation for the whole like setup. It gotta, I mean, yo, on a real strip, it gotta be what the bride and groom agree on. So it's what if they agree this. on Chick Fil A? They're not agreeing Chick-fil-A on Chick Fil A. It is. I ain't mad at that. If that's nah. what they both love, that's what they should have. It ain't they about. It ain't about you know, what the you wedding get, I went to a wedding in, in Dallas and they had barbecue and it was auntie and them and they had the trays of the barbecue. That's about as far as you're going to go or you're going to go as high as the catering place is going to do it and it's going to be fufu shishi. <laughs> nah, it, it, so everybody, Charlene, every individual is different. Every couple is different. Some people might they might have met at Chick-fil-A and that's they love it and that's what they wanted for their wedding. So, you know what I mean? I was yeah, thinking take, differently. You gotta put, you know, gotta open your mind up. They might yeah, some just people take me and really, like, just take me and Shakira, for instance. Like our rehearsal dinner. Like we didn't do a traditional rehearsal dinner. We went to Wet Willie's where we met. Like we didn't I thought it was hot. Yeah, yeah you have it. Hot. You know what I mean? So you gotta keep some originality, you gotta keep some origin of of why you even get married, and sometimes that got a lot to do with it. So you yeah. see Kenyon with the wet willies. Some people might have met at Chick-fil-A, and then they say, yo, if we get married, we're going to let Chick-fil-A cater it. 
No so you can't, though. you know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta look. First, wait, wait, hold up. Charlene, you might be the guy at the party. And have a hot your first response like was no <laughs> Chick-fil-A. That was your first response. No, but so I thought about it because I'm a rationalist. I put everything on the table. How about it? It was love at first sight at Chick-fil-A. At Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A was the catering. You, I ain't mad at that. No I think you could have Chick-fil-A. You could have Chick-fil-A for like, for like, you know, like, like the walkthrough or whatever that the is. Cocktail the cocktail hour. Yeah, but you can't have Chick Fil A for the main entree. You right, you right. To piggyback on your Eddie Murphy thing, so how was it to work with him in the movie Metro? Then, like, was you in awe? Was you like, was he as funny on set? Well, because I know it was kind of a serious movie, but 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 did it still have those moments where you were like? Oh fuck, that's Eddie, man. <laughs> I was bugging, man. I was bugging the whole time, you know. I was bugging out the whole time, you know. I didn't, I didn't love the movie uh, uh, because I, I felt like the director didn't let us be funny, and I, I was so yeah. like, you know, it's like being a point guard to have your best score, and like I knew how to pass on the ball, and yeah. it, you know, the director would be like, you know, we wanted to be like this, and but you know, to have that experience and like, you know, talk to him, I got to answer, you know, ask him questions, and we would bullshit around and just, yeah. you know. You know, like, I mean, it was it was surreal. It was bugged out. But, you know, when you're with them and you're actually working, you know, you're professional and, and you're doing your thing. But there was never not a time where I was like, yo, this is fucking bugged out. Like, I'm this is like yeah. crazy. Like, I'm working with this dude because you're so familiar with his laugh, with his voice, with his fucking goatee. Like, yeah. you know, like you, you don't realize it. But then you, when you're right in front of the dude, like, you know, like. You just, you know, his fucking teeth, he got the gap yeah. tooth. Like I was bugging the fuck out, but he was real cool with me and, you know, and tell me all sorts of stories. And, you know, one of the, one of the best stories that he told me, this is crazy is, um, I don't know. We were in the car and we were listening to Prince, like the, the radio was on yeah. and Prince was playing it. And, 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 uh, I think I asked him like, yo, you ever meet Prince or, you know, like, and as knowing that he's met him, like, I'm like, you, yeah. you know, Prince was another fucking start. Yeah. And he said, yeah, Prince, or he said, Prince Cabal. And he yeah. told me the story that Charlie Murphy did on the, <laughs> on the, the Chappelle Chappelle show. Show. He, down to the shirts versus blouses. He told me that story yeah. before, like this was years before that. And he said, you know, he came out, he's putting the ball between his legs. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. He said, yeah, he yeah. had on some like, you know, some sequin see-through shit, yeah. <laughs> but he was balling, he was busting Charlie's ass. And when they did that Chappelle show, uh, Shirts versus Blouses, yeah. I had already heard that from Eddie Murphy years yeah, before, so man. Like, wow. and I knew it was coming because I was like, oh shit, this is the story he told me. So yeah. it was it was dope. I mean, like, I don't, that, that, that fan in me for, for yeah. when I get to work with people that I love and that I respect so much, I still have that to this day. Like I still, you know, I'm, I'm able to be a pro and all that shit. I'm not going to be like, you know, up there, yeah. you know, on them, but like, I always will I have that. They fucking trailer and shit like that. They yeah. come in and you, you got coffee for them. <laughs> you Trust got coffee for I want to do it. But, 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 you know, like I, I always have that appreciate, like that fan of me is, will always be alive. Same with basketball, you know, like yeah. with, with you guys, like I'm like, you know, when we were doing the big three to be around doc, like, yeah. Doc was my fucking, yo, there was no Bruce Lee. There was no Batman. There was no, like, Dr. J was my fucking yeah. superhero. And, like, you yeah. know, I'm doing the big three. You, you know, you're on the plane with him and all that shit. I'm bugging. 
And even with AI and like when I first met you, like, yo, because I remember when I saw you play in Jersey, like, you know, I'd go out to Jersey, watch you, you know, like NBA dudes are, you know, like, I'm like, oh shit. But Dr. J yeah, was like- That's Dr. J. Like that's- The fuck is, you know, yeah, Ice like, Man. Yeah, like them dude dudes, like them, <laughs> that's like, that's like around Mount Rushmore kind type shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you bug out off of that. You know, like I, I'll never take those dudes or take those moments for granted with ball players and with actors that I love. Cause I just, that fan in me will always, you know, even I'm 50 years old, I'll still always have that, you know, just being excited about it. Cause I think once you lose that excitement and excitement and you're too cynical yeah. and you take the moments for granted and you take the opportunities for granted, I think then you, it, it might be time to wrap it up. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Um, you always want to keep that, I'm saying that perspective. I'm saying about your environment, about your craft. I'm about the people that you work with and things like that. Nah, man, yeah. I get it 1,000, yeah. man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so after you was the panty raider, so then, so, so, then, so then what? <laughs> so it progressed over the years, you know, it was more or less like, I want to be known for just girl rhymes. Plus the whole movement of hip hop was changing. It went from, because at this point, a lot of the cats were wearing suits now. I mean, what jumps into my mind off top is maybe like a Father MC, who I love, by the way. I'm not taking nothing away from Father MC. But they were opening the door to make hip hop more acceptable, more pleasing to the eye, I guess, for, you know, I mean, to make it a more credible uh, uh, thing. We didn't, I guess, guys thought they had to dress up a certain way. But anyway, they were wearing suits. And nobody could really identify with that from where we were from. We didn't have suits. If anybody had a suit, they had that one suit and they wore it to church because their mother made them go. Church in Easter. But the <laughs> bottom line, but the majority of us, even in New York on Easter, by the time you was 11 years old, you ditched the suit. It was whatever was hot that year. Like for me, it was, I had a pair of Clyde Pumas, you know what I'm saying? With some, um, I think they was Lee jeans. With a tiger shirt, it was it, the suits was gone. It was like yeah. that's how we was getting down. But okay. you know, in that in that in that whole era right there, it was like I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Damn, five MC wearing the suits and shit. Yeah, there we go. And and that whole time we looking at it and we like, okay, I mean, it's cool and all that, but we we want to give the people something a little more different, something more grimy. And then we get our onyx and then we start getting all these grimy, you know, just off the chain, just hood dudes. And we can identify with these dudes more and stuff like that. So, you know, before that even happened, the rhyme style had changed because I found myself having to, you know, battle my peers and not even really battle, but you know, they say a rhyme and you trying to one up them. So you say yo rhyme and then, but you always hold off your best one for last, you know? Yeah. And through that battling um, mentality, mentality, I mean, some hard ass rhymes was written. So by the time Wu-Tang was even formed, we was already ready for battle. You know, we was ready for war. Already, so by the time 93 came, y'all was, I'm saying y'all was ready. Hell yeah. What? Bottom Take line. on I mean, whoever and wherever, however. Yes, 99% of the clan members were instrumental in making a lot of the tapes that were circulating, you know, around Staten Island and in Brooklyn at that time. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
just from making tapes at Riz's house, that kind of thing. Ghetto celebs first, and this was before we was even a group, but we were all in that house together. 